Hey, I'm Kylie Kelly, and I'm obsessed with all things business and motherhood and helping you navigate the messy and magical seasons of both. I'm a boy mama that grew a successful photo biz before hanging up my straps in 2020 to pivot. Yes, we're allowed to do that. Now I help other CEO mums just like you grow an audience of raving fans fast through a holistic virtual summit strategy. But this podcast is way more than that. Think of it as your coffee date or happy hour with your girlfriends as we talk real life. Money, challenges, growth, frustrations, marketing, the messy middle, it's all welcome here. So get comfy and join us. Welcome to This Mama Means Business. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, ladies. Holy moly. I'm really excited to share with you today's episode where I interviewed Megan Moran. Now, if you have been in the online space for a little while, if you follow me on Instagram, if we're connected at all on social media, you'll know that my love for Megan runs deep. We have collaborated a lot over the last 12 months, and she's one of those women that as soon as I connected with her, we created such a deep friendship. This is actually the second time she's been a guest on this podcast. I interviewed her for the first time over at episode 36. So you can go back and listen to that where we talked all about finding your guiding compass, all about how to work out what you want your mission to be, what impact you want to have. And it is jam packed full of incredible takeaways. But today was a little bit different. Today we sat down and we talked about connection and why connection is so important, not just as business owners, but as business owners with kids, because not everyone can relate to what we go through as mothers and as entrepreneurs. We're a unique breed. And so Megan and I sat down and we had a really honest discussion about what connection looks like and how we can actually be present as a mom and create massive impact as an entrepreneur using connection as one of the foundations. I absolutely loved this conversation. And if anything, it just feels like two friends having a chat. So you're in for a couple of laughs, a really relaxed conversation, but I hope you absolutely adore it as much as I loved chatting with her. Now, because we jumped straight into the juicy stuff, I just want to let you know, in case you haven't heard of Megan before, she is a mom to two beautiful toddlers, Jack and Sophia. And she's also a wife to the most supportive husband and business partner ever, Colin, but she's also the owner of the Mumpreneur Guide. She's on a mission to help mumpreneurs create movements and empires that spread their vision and create massive impact while also creating an abundance of space to be present mums. Because as a third generation mumpreneur, Megan is proof that it's possible. You guys, I can't wait to dig into this. So settle in. This is a fantastic, value-packed episode with Megan. Let's welcome her again to the podcast. Hi, Megan. Thank you so much for being back on the podcast. This is number two of our episodes together. So I'm so excited to have you on again. Oh, thank you for having me, Kylie. I'm so excited for us to get to chit-chat. It's so nice. It's just such a treat to have friends on. And I feel like for our listeners as well, because it's kind of like they just get to listen to two friends having a conversation about life, right? And what's going on. Yeah. Welcome to the fly on the wall conversation here. (laughs) Now today I'm excited to jump in and talk all about connection and how we can be present as mums to create the families that we want, be the mothers that we want, but also to create massive impact in our life as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. So my very first juicy question is I'd love to start chatting with you just about why connecting is so important, especially as a mumpreneur. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for us, and I always say us because my husband Colin is a part of the team too, and we really are viewing each other now as co-founders. And so he has a say in everything as well. And yeah, and so for us, the reason we say 
like connections is so important is because we really view it as like our number one currency in life. If you think about it, your connection with people, your connection with yourself, your connection with your community, like your connection with all your ideas, all of that is so crucial. And because I so believe in the strength and sisterhood and that we all get stronger when we link our arms together and that, you know, empowered women empower women. And so I think when you come from this point of connection, which the more I learn about the mindset world, I think leans more into me trying to understand what the feminine is. It's it's what we do naturally. It's less of what we see in the online space of, you know, do this and, oh, you have to awkwardly spam people with that. And it's just real. And my career prior to this, I ran a personal styling business for over 10 years and it was local. And so that's the other thing I think about with connections too, is the online space has changed a lot. But when you focus on all of the things that normal people do and did when everything was local and in person, again, that was all at connection. You would run into somebody on the street and get to know them, truly know them, and and then talk about business. And I think the online space has been skewed a little bit. And so that's why connection is so important because we want to kind of bring it back to the basics there. Yes, I love that. I love just the power, I guess, of, of being able to be online and actually have deep relationships. So look at us. We have a great deep friendship and yet we've never met in person and I just think that that is wild and so cool when you can take connection and relationships to the next level even though you might not ever meet in person and you can actually use like Instagram DMs like video chats like all the tools that we have now to actually connect on a really deep level Yeah, I so agree. And I think it's interesting. I was just at a retreat um, for a mastermind that I'm in and other women were saying, oh, it's so weird to like see you in, in person and it feels different because we've only seen each other so far online. But for me, I was telling them I all felt the opposite. It just felt normal. It was felt like a like VR almost like, of course, that you're right there because I see you once a week or more than that. And I think that's something that is really special when you when you think about connection and like true connecting and having those real conversations like you would in a masterminding things like that when it's deep and when it's real and authentic, the vehicle doesn't matter. Yeah, so true. I think um, the whole intention piece needs to be really strong when you have dis- too right like it's really easy especially if you live on the other side of the world or perhaps don't see somebody in person it's really easy to forget to connect or to not be intentional to reach out and I think that's where especially for myself this year I've learned to make sure that that sort of stuff is front of mind because again connection and community is so important to me as well is there anything that you do to like be really intentional to make sure you're always connecting and and developing those deep relationships for sure yeah intentionality is so important to me as well and for me I just when somebody's on my mind and I think about them I just send them a message I personally like to do the audio messages because a I'm a mom of toddlers and it's quicker and I am a recovering perfectionist overachiever high achiever and so when I go to like write something out I'm going to rewrite it 10 times and so audio message just lets me share what I want to share you can hear the intent you can hear the intentionality in it Um, but it's also quick it's you know 30 seconds a minute you know sometimes with some of my friends like you Kylie you get long much longer messages than most but I think it's that matter of when somebody pops into your head it's for a reason and also remembering that like connections are friendships that's a big thing for me is when I connect with anybody I view it as the beginning of a friendship and a relationship and 
when you think about that, it all needs to be nurtured. And so just remembering um, those two pieces and yeah, use the power of the audio message, man. It makes life so much easier. Gosh, yes. I think that's like my love language as well. Like there's something to be said with, like you said, just hearing someone's heart behind the message when you can hear their voice. Like it's just so powerful. So I would love to switch gears a little bit. So I know that you have mumpreneur heritage <laughs> you're like a third generation mumpreneur so like it's in your family business and parenting goes hand in hand and has has done for years upon years what do you think is the secret to like being a present mum or showing up for your kids the way you want to while you're still building a profitable like impactful business so when I first started this business what I would say was this formula I had for mompreneuring with ease was what I would call it I would say the three s's and that's strategy support and self-care and so I still feel like that really holds true. And I think about it all the time. I, I view them like pillars and we're standing on the bridge on top. And when you feel unstable and kind of wobbly and frazzled and all of the things, you can look down below you and see, hmm, where am I lacking here? And so I think when you have strategy in your business and you're clear and you know what you're doing and what you're moving forward on, it makes that part of your life so much simpler. But then you need support in there so you can get some work done. And sometimes that looks like childcare or it looks like spouse support or some family or a friend or whatever it is. I have found that I need my work time so I can work and then my mom time so I can mom. Some people can do both. Right now we are in a period where we pulled our son from daycare and I am trying to do work with him and it is just not working for me like we are trying to make some changes because for me that i just i need that support so i can fully be present and give my 100 percent to each and then the self-care too i think is so important because you can't go in and do the strategy and you you can't be there supporting your family if your cup isn't full and so i always think of those three things and i think all of that also culminates to prioritizing. One of the things that drives me crazy is when people throw around like the busy word and use busyness as a badge of honor. Um, it like that, ooh, it like makes me cringe. I, I just don't care for it because I don't think that it's you're too busy to do something or this, that, or the other. It's just this other thing is more of a priority right now. And so I think that plays into it as well as like when you look at everything, when you look at how you want to move the needle forward in your business, when you look at, you know, wanting to take your kids to the zoo or whatever it is, it's like, what is the priority right now? And then how do we shift things around it? Yes, I love that so much. I love that the support piece as well relates heavily to the kids connection piece right so like support obviously can be childcare and tangible things like that but support can also be those voice notes that we just mentioned from a friend checking in on you or or support can be a community that you're leaning on to get advice about the strategy or about something in your business or your mothering like I think that that's really cool that it really connects and shows you that that connection piece is so important for you to then also be the mummy you want to be as well as everything else 1000% yeah yeah those deeper connections too I think we can both speak to it because we lean on each other all the time like I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing without like-minded women who get it and who I can you know Kylie I've reached out to you as we've been going through all this stuff with Jack and giving you the scoop on that and like oh you know this is how I'm feeling and the mom guilt and Sophia's still in daycare and he's not and how do I feel and uh, none of this none of this would be possible without that and so they really do all coincide with each other and lean on each other yeah definitely and I think as well it's so important to find like you said the like-minded women because 
I remember like when we relocated and you, you know this, but when we relocated at the start of the pandemic and I, I had no friends here. So I was trying to make in-person connections and I went to a few um, mother's groups and all they wanted to talk about was their kids. I was like, I don't want to talk about my children. Like I, I want to talk about the other parts of me. Like I see my children enough. And so like, that was when I started this podcast to just connect with, again, like like-minded people, people that actually wanted to build a business or wanted to have an impact or wanted to do other things other than raise their children. And I think it's so important to find, yeah, those people that you can really open up to and that relate to the journey that you're on. A hundred percent. Yeah. We are a special subset. Like only us <laughs> mompreneurs get it because it's, it's just its own little thing. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to chat about impact. You have some really big things on the horizon that you're working on at the moment, and you're about to make even more of an impact than you have already, which I just am so excited for. But I would love to talk a little bit about what you might think is holding other women back from creating big impact. Because I, I see it a lot. And I mean, I haven't even made as much impact as I would have liked to. But I also see friends of mine that seem to almost be limiting themselves. Or what do you think stops us as mompreneurs from making a larger impact? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great question. And I think it's really two things. I think it's either mindset. I've been on a big, big mindset journey in the past year and it is just cracking me open and it's so interesting and it's up-leveled me in so many ways and it's also an onion that like never stops unfolding. So there's that piece and and we can kind of get into the details of what mindset really means. But then on the flip side of that coin, I also think it's the possibilities. I feel like half the time, and with my journey especially, sometimes I didn't even know something was an option until I saw it happening. Like my coach, for example, makes multiple millions of dollars a year. She started her business, this part of her business, five years ago with a 10-day-old. And now she, she has a total of three girls. Her youngest is five, so pretty similar in age to my kids. And like when I saw that she had a podcast and she was doing all of that, I thought, wait, so this crazy idea I have in my head can happen. Sometimes I think having that um, model helps move the needle forward. I think a lot of creativity needs to be in that as well so that you're doing what lights you up. Um, But I think getting through the mindset stuff, the imposter syndrome, the, for me, perfectionism, um, figuring out the stuff that my family's holding back. And as a family, we're kind of doing this work together. So that's been fascinating to to see, ooh, this is where that comes from. But when you pair that with uh, seeing what's possible and then dreaming even bigger, uh, that's where I think it, it really accelerates things. Yeah, I love I love that point you made about mindset and and the possibilities. I it's so interesting to me. So I'm, you know, 37, turning 38 next year, so inching towards 40, and I'm discovering things that I have never had any idea about. Like I've been self-employed for, you know, 15 years now, and just things like human design, things like the feminine, like you mentioned it at the very start of when we started chatting. It's like I've always been naturally into the strategy and I could sit down and do the work, right? For 12 hours a day and feel really good about it. But I've suddenly had my eyes opened just recently to like, hang on, there's more to this than that. It's actually more about how do you feel? How can you be the woman who such and such? How can how can we change our experience so it's not just all about strategy? How can we magnetize people to want to work with us, to want to be in our orbit, to attract money? Like all this stuff that's still so foreign, like it's still a work in progress, right? But I've just finished up a current launch and it, it was exciting. It felt great. I wasn't stressed at all. I went and got my hair done. And I, I just think that sometimes especially as mumpreneurs that have so much on our plate, it's just a relief to know that, hey, 
it actually can be fun. It gets to be easy. I think sometimes we also complicate things and limit ourselves just because we think we have to be doing all the things. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, the tagline for our whole business is about being like a present and productive mompreneur. And I think a key there, we've been in this more masculine world for so long and we're trying to uncover like you said I think there's the uncovering as time goes on and and can we do it more quickly so we don't pass it on to our kids and that's a whole other like rabbit hole to go down um so there's that and then there's also as we're going through all of this it's like really figuring out how do we break it down how do we get rid of this mindset piece and then how are we able to break forward and support ourselves and the present and the productive really comes down to redefining productive because it's been so masculine for so long and we're so caught up and entangled in all of the other things. And and so how can we redefine that into the more feminine as all of us mompreneurs rise to the forefront and leadership changes? Yeah. And knowing that rest can be productive. A dear friend of mine, and I know you know her as well, but Mindy Hebner, mindset coach, she threw me out of the water one day when, when we had this discussion about rest. And she's like, you know, rest can be productive. And I was like, uh, <laughs> what do you mean rest can be pro-? like, I feel lazy when I'm resting. I feel guilty when I'm resting. Like, and it's been this real journey to like reframe and redefine even things like that, that as high achieving women, I think we've always put in a box, but going, well, yeah, it can, anything can be productive. So I, yeah, I love what you said there about just redefining what it actually means to be productive. I love that you mentioned that. Cause I literally was on a mastermind call today with like my pod mates, but it was just me and one other woman. Her name is Inga. And she was telling me about a retreat that she's launching. And it's all about essentially redefining rest or making sure moms get rest. And so we were in the middle of this Zoom call and I'm like, let's go hop on Instagram and do a whole Instagram about this. And she's got a science background. And so just to hear what rest can really do. And I said exactly what you said, Kylie. I said, when I have time to rest, I feel guilty, especially because I'm one of those people who like when I commit, like it's happening. I, I have to do it. I, I just feel that level of responsibility. And so I, if I take rest, then I feel like I'm not doing what I said I was going to do. And nothing makes me more frustrated like with the busyness thing when people say, oh, you know, I'm going to do this, but I'm too busy or whatever. It's like, if I said I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And so I think that it's such a powerful conversation. It is not my area of expertise by any means. So look to Mindy, look to Inga, like look to these people because it's clearly a conversation we all need to have and want to have, um, but need the right guides in that because whew. It is a challenge. Yeah, 100%. So I'm interested with your coach that you've been working on that makes so much money and that's, um, I guess, almost so far ahead in her journey compared to us, if you will, like what has been like your number one takeaway or like what have you loved most about being in that room with her? Yeah, you know, it's so funny. I started a year ago with her because she had launched like a podcasting course and I had launched my podcast already, but one of the little getches on it is teaching you how to monetize. And so like we were talking about, I went in totally strategy, linear, tell me the steps to do and I will do them. And that's that's it. Like then I'll be able to monetize and like keep on keeping on. But the most fascinating thing was I went into this course about podcasting thinking that's what I was getting out of it. And that was my first dip into the mindset world. And so as I've continued to work with her for this past year, that's the biggest thing for me is understanding energy and learning that just like the rest conversation, checking in with my energy is the number one importance, keeping it high, keeping it clean and 
just, yeah, doing that and bringing my all, bringing joy. Like you were mentioning too, I think there's this misconception that, well, life can't always be perfect and life can't always be happy. Um, when in fact, it's energetically wise and everything, like it's meant to, but we're in this different narrative that we don't think it's possible. And so learning how to rewrite and uncondition ourselves has been my number one takeaway. And how can I just show up from a place of love and joy and gratitude and appreciation and all of that every day and it's a it's a challenge it's a practice that has been the other lesson is overachiever realizing oh i don't just do it once and then it just like magically works forever (laughs) like oh it's practice i don't understand (laughs) yeah oh i love that so much i think um even getting curious right as like because we have we do we have those beliefs that Like you said, life can't be perfect. Even like making money has to be hard or I have to work this much to see results or all these things that are either ingrained from like our childhoods or even just so deep, like you don't even really know where they came from. But I love lately, like, and I don't have the answers for them at all, but I love getting curious and being like, well, hang on, why? I've just been asking myself why a lot. Why can't um, life be perfect all the time? Why can't? And I know things happen. Look, you know, I talk I talk about shit happening on this podcast all the time. I'm very real with everyone that's listening and stuff comes up. But again, like just getting curious and questioning those sort of really deep ingrained beliefs that we have that might not be the truth is I think really powerful as well. Yeah. A similar phrase that has helped me a lot too is like the, is it true? So when you say some type of belief and then you question it, but is that really true? And then you like kind of go down that rabbit hole of, oh, well, no. That, and like you said to the work hard, that is something that, like I said, I've been doing this work, but so has my mom. My dad's already always been in this space, but we had a family get together with some of like my grand- my grandma and her siblings. And hearing them talk about their grandparents and great-grandparents, we realized this has been such a generational thing. We have to work hard. And it's been limiting for me for years. It's been something my mom has been pushing through. And so just the generational trying to push through that kind of stuff, I think a phrase that I love that came from Denise Duffield Thomas is the less I do, the more I make. And that one is tough, a tough pill to swallow. That's challenging. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny. As soon as she said that, I felt resistance. I was like, oh, (laughs) that's really interesting. Why am I feeling resistance against that? And yeah, it's not just my family. Like I think it's it's something so ingrained in us and learning how to break through that. And, And in doing that, the other big thing I've learned from my coach too is like the messiness. So my perfectionism holds me back so much because I think I have to work hard and I think everything has to be perfect. When in reality, I can come up with an idea and throw it out there and you can do everything in a Google Doc. Like you don't have to do everything so perfect, but I think we've been conditioned to think that we can. And then that's where all of the hard work and the doing more comes into play when, again, back to connection, it's not what people want. People just want you and they want the connection point and all the other fluffy stuff doesn't actually matter and is holding us back. Oh my gosh. Yes, I totally agree with that. I think that question of is it true as well would be really helpful when you're feeling fear coming up with any of those limiting beliefs like imposter syndrome, like when you're wondering whether you can do something or, you know, as you know, I host a lot of virtual summits and I'm coaching other women to do the same. And the biggest limiting belief is like when you're reaching out to speak is like, will they want to be a part of it? Will anybody show up? Like all of those things that pop up and you're like, I think you that well hang on is that really true is that really going to happen it would be really powerful all right so this has been amazing um i would love to know 
what's one piece of advice that you could leave with our listeners that are trying to build their business while they raise their families, that are trying to be present and have an impact? I know you've already shared a lot of gems in there, Megan, but what would be like one last piece of advice you'd leave with them? Yeah, the first thing that came to my mind is commitment. And what I mean by that is one of my morning practices that I do um, is based off of um, The Morning Miracle by Hal Elrod. Have you read that yet or heard it? No, I have seen you post on your Instagram stories, The Morning Miracles, but I haven't yet understood. Yeah. So there's an app highly recommend because it's so satisfying. There's basically like a checklist. And when you check them all off, like confetti pops up on the screen. It's very satisfying. Um, But what I loved about this is he says that... a list of things to do every morning. Um, But one of them is like journaling and in the app, he has the prompts. And what he also says in the book and everything is that it's not just saying what your goal is, but it's saying that you're committed to doing something. And because you're committed to doing it, here's the thing that you're going to do like every day to make it happen. And so I've applied this to not just my business, but also my my mom life, my my marriage, all of it. So I have three things that I say I'm committed to doing every day. One of them is, like I said, I'm committed to being more present and having a more loving and laughing conversation and life with my husband. And, and so because of that, I'm committed to putting my phone away in the evening so we can actually spend time together. And Similar one for my kids. Um, I'm committed to putting my phone away. That tends to be a thing for me because I want to get on and work. So putting my phone away so that I'm present with them and, and then my commitment in the business and what I'm doing. And I just can't believe how different that one word of commitment paired with action makes in my day-to-day. And so if you can start to think like, what are you truly committed to doing in your personal life and in your business? Um, and then you think about that and reread it every single day. I think it's really powerful. Oh, I love that. Yes, I'll have to download that app. And I I think that comes back to the intention conversation we had at the very start, is like being intentional with your actions and having that that list front of your mind when you're doing the actions, when you're making the decisions, makes it a lot easier to have, you know, to make the decision to put your phone away or to think about a joke or a conversation you want to have so that you are yeah, reaching that end goal. I think that's really powerful. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny that it's coming back to this. Cause again, when I first started this business, I said, it's all about being intentional and intuitive. And I feel like that's the exact conversation we're having now. Of course. I also say everything is cyclical, which we've had that type of conversation too. And I think in our first podcast episode, I'm pretty sure we talked about my guiding compass theory, but that's, I think the other piece that kind of plays into that intentionality is like the legacy vision mission why so everybody should go back and listen to that episode too so you can hear uh kylie and i talk again yes i can't remember what number it is but i will put it in the show notes so yeah if you want to listen to that it's it's a fantastic conversation really helps you get clear on your direction which i think is so valuable um, as a mom and as a business owner right okay so let the listeners know if they're like yes I love this. I want more of Megan in my life. Where can I go? Where can I find her? What should we tell them? Yes. Well, the easiest thing is to go to themompreneurguide.com. There you can join our community. We have a directory. So if you are a mompreneur, you want to come get your name on that directory so people know you exist. This is where all mompreneurs come. It's like your entrepreneur.com, but for us mompreneurs. And the cool thing about that too is that not only will you get to meet other women in our network, but also you can find your next collaboration partner there. 
there. You can post your own events and say, hey, here's what I'm up to. You know, do you know somebody who might be interested? And it's fun to just scroll and see what everybody's doing. It's it's so inspiring. Um, and then another place to come to, and you can come hear Kylie on it as well, is our podcast. So if you want to hear more conversations like this, come on over to the Mompreneur Guide podcast on, you know, all the places that you listen and you can hear us chit chat more. I love that. Thank you so much. I always love chatting with you. I'll put all the links in the show notes for everyone to make it super easy. But I just want to say I, I appreciate you so much and I really love having you on again. Oh my gosh, right back at you. Thank you for having me. Every single week, I do my best to bring you two episodes that are going to really add value to your life, whether they speak to your motherhood journey or your business one. I pour my heart and soul into this podcast, recording and editing them all myself. So there is a really simple way you could return the favor if you will leave me a review. Head on over to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts and let me know how I'm doing. Leave me a few words that let me know what content you like best or what you might like to hear in the future. I create this for you, so I would appreciate that so very much. For the show notes and links from today, please head over to my website, kyliekelly.com slash podcast. I cannot wait to bring you more value and more juicy content to your earbuds soon. But for now, I hope you continue to have an incredible day and know that mama, you've totally got this shit. Okay, bye for now.